Hi there. My name is Addison Romano, and today I'm going to be talking about microaggressions toward Asian Americans in our country. It is undeniable that racism is deeply rooted in U.S. history, but many people hold the belief that these issues surrounding racism ended with the civil rights movement in the 1950s and 60s. And although this movement was definitely a step in the right direction, it did not eliminate racism entirely. Today, racism, although present in very crude ways as well, commonly appears in more subtle and even sometimes unintentional manners. These spurts of racism are what have come to be known today as racial microaggressions, and nearly every ethnic group faces them in their daily lives, some more than others, however. These often occur so much that they're simply overlooked and accepted by those hearing them. Columbia University psychologist Daryl Wing Su, PhD, defines racial microaggressions as everyday insults, indignities, and demeaning messages sent to people of color by well-intentioned white people who are unaware of the hidden messages being sent to them. It is generally agreed upon that African Americans and Latinos and Latinas are the racially targeted groups, and by all means, this is absolutely true. Members of the Asian American ethnic group are viewed in American society as a minority who has quote-unquote made it, and who do not experience any hardships regarding race. Though this belief remains common, there are still prejudices and discrimination targeted toward this ethnic group. Before these microaggressions made a significant appearance in society, Asian Americans have been targeted largely throughout history and have faced great hardship. Through events like the Chinese Exclusion Act in 1882, the U.S. overthrow of the Hawaiian monarchy in 1893, the Spanish takeover of the Philippines in 1924, and World War II internment camps where Japanese were held as prisoners in the 40s, Asians have had their land and culture stripped from them, been denied of citizenship, and essentially denied of human rights. Discrimination towards Asians, no matter how small, has been deep-rooted into many Americans' minds, though likely unknowingly. Again, with this in mind, microaggressions have their origin. With that brief background, I'm now going to dive into some of the most common microaggressions toward Asian Americans that are very present in the U.S. today. The first one I'll mention, and the one that's probably the most common, is alienation. This idea can basically be described as how it is an automatic assumption that anyone who is of Asian ethnicity was foreign-born. Things like, where were you born, where are you from, or you speak really good English are said very often. These things may not be said with bad intentions, but instead out of curiosity. However, this curiosity also includes the idea that the person being asked is not a quote-unquote real American or is looked at as less than someone who is white, for example. In this book, The Souls of Black Folk, W.E.B. Du Bois mentions the idea of double consciousness, which is absolutely applicable in this situation. He states that to be American is to be white. To be white is not to be black. Although African Americans are the center of this idea, Asian Americans face the same double consciousness in this sense. Overall, these statements and questions are on alienation, although not ill-mannered, are looked at by Asian Americans not as compliments, but as uncomfortable and sometimes relatively degrading. This same Du Bois quote regarding what it means to be American also speaks on the topic of invisibility in America amongst Asian Americans. With slavery being so deeply embedded into American history, the racial divide in this country is split into two parts, white and black. Because this is the case, Asian Americans are, as I briefly touched on earlier, are not viewed as a group that is racially oppressed or suffering. And although they may not be in the same situation as African Americans, they are in a complicated one. Like Du Bois said, essentially to be American is not to be black. However, Asians are not black, but they are not viewed as American either. They are neither black or people of color and are therefore not socially oppressed, but they are also not white and therefore not Americans. It is an awkward position where they are not viewed as equal and true Americans nor targeted in society, 
and because of this, it becomes hard for change to be made. With the assumption that all Asian Americans are foreign-born comes the second-class citizenship that many face in daily life. Asian Americans are often a they and not a we. They are talked about and upon as if they are a different species entirely. Earlier this year, while visiting a grocery store, an Asian American woman named Ariana wore a mask due to a non-COVID-related cold in hopes of not getting others sick. When speaking of the incident, she said, I turned and there was an older white man loudly announcing, These people are so stupid. They don't know that masks are completely useless. They're going to end up catching their own virus anyways. Ariana adds, He was talking to the poor security guard at the door, but he was clearly looking at me and wanted me to hear. This is an example of one of the many snide comments or remarks said without repercussion towards Asian Americans. Though there are more that are just as harsh, a very common one, possibly the most common one among students or employees, is directed to the idea of intelligence. More specifically, the assumption and therefore devaluing of intelligence of Asian American individuals. Normatives or norms are essentially stereotypes or assumptions about a group of people that are not truly representative of those people. This norm throughout the U.S. is that Asian American people are inherently good at anything academic, especially science and math. Like the questions mentioned earlier about origin, these assumptions are thought of by people assuming as a positive thing or something to embrace proudly. However, this is not true, because with this, many Asian Americans feel the need to conform to this norm and therefore undergo significant academic pressure with less recognition. This belief is trapping, and no matter what feelings were expressed towards it, nothing can be done. On to another common microaggression, this one being applicable only to one gender of the race, is the sexualization and exoticization of Asian American women. Another norm and widespread belief is that Asian women are girlfriend or wife material because they are submissive, quiet, and are just beautiful. However, this beauty is taken another step when in a sexual context. A Chinese-American girl, who prefers to remain nameless, says that she is constantly approached by white men who tell her about their quote-unquote Asian fetish and sexual desires. This belief reflects Asian women to be needed in society only for men's physical wants, objectifying them without a doubt. Again, it is likely that these opinions can be viewed as praise toward Asian women. However, that is not the case as it places them in the category of objects as well as promoting sexism.